What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality Podcast. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode. And to let you know that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast platforms and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a bonus episode. This is the first bonus episode, or the second bonus episode, I think. No, actually, the first. Um, In the past, I know Matthew and I added on to an episode, uh, and and so it was at the end. But this is the first bonus episode for episode 115. Let's welcome back um, our guest host, Big Thad. Perfect. How's everything going with you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just, you know, laughing at some of the stuff that we uh, have going on in the world right now. Look, I feel like I have to somehow incorporate, um, like, B-roll into so people could actually see and listen to, like, the stuff we don't, that don't even make it to the podcast. Because sometimes that conversation is more interesting than the actual podcast. Sometimes I'm not going to even lie. Do you do you believe the same thing, Ben? We believe so because think about it. That not the last episode, but the episode before that that I came on and you were like, "Yo, what did you say about the next?" And I completely forgot about it. <laughs> Roll and have been on on point. Because I know what, we, what I said, it was hilarious, but I couldn't remember it when we decided to record. So, yeah. Oh, man. So, um, we're coming the day after uh, episode 115 came out. And the reason why we're coming out to do a bonus episode, the Washington Post dropped an article uh, earlier today. Now, before we talk about, I guess, the article itself, it's been rumored through many sports media members that... The name change for the Washington football team wasn't even going to be the biggest story for the team this week. Um, I, I'm leaning toward them being correct that the name change actually is not the biggest story. Now, there were a lot of media members who were hyping it up. Like, you would have thought, like, it was a Watergate situation. Perfect. Like, Epstein, drug trafficking, uh, women trafficking, you know, like just crazy nonsense that they were trying to say was going on. Now, and that, and I'm glad you brought that up because I'm not trying to devalue what happened. And we're going to get into that soon. But the initial reports and the words that were coming out of Redskins or, sorry, Washington football team Discord and uh even some of the media members stuff that they were saying it was ties to jeffrey epstein 
and 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 uh we know what Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein was accused of, what he was arrested for, what he was charged for, and what he was ultimately uh murdered for. Perfect. It was not a suicide. Um so that. But let's actually get into the story now. The Washington Post came out with an article earlier today, probably around what, four thirty five this afternoon then? So it's around now. And uh, the article comes out where it's one woman and 14 others who uh, spoke uh, anonymously. Uh, but one woman put her name on the record. And I have her name here. Uh, as I bring up the article, her name is Emily Applegate. Emily Applegate worked for the Washington football team. They started working there in uh, 2014. And she came out and d- spoke about the sexual harassment and the sexual misconduct that occurred within Ashburn at the facility of the Washington football team. Um, she di- she documented situations. Uh, other women spoke about their situation. I just want to highlight um, some of those things that have come out. Um, but, but before we continue, I just want to say, I'm not trying to devalue what came out. It's just... We were sold like a really large, big, a really large bill of sale. And it still is a big bill of, bill of sales. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Definitely. I mean, I, I was thinking like, hey, uh, they about to come and arrest Dan Snyder and, you know, be done with them. You know what I'm saying? That's how they were coming out with stuff like out of the woodworks. So. I'm like, man, but it was kind of a it, like real talk. I, my Facebook status even said it. I was like, yo, this was kind of a disappointment by the Washington Post. Like, don't get me wrong. What they talked about is a very bad issue. That issue that could tear organizations. I mean, um, we've had college teams where they've they've basically hadn't been able to play in, you know, conference playoffs or the NCAA tournament because of mis- with issues like this in the organization because coaches and athletic directors had no control of the program. You know what I'm saying? Those the the loss of control that they usually say they talk about with these programs. So this is kind of that same thing, man. I I'm really like, you know, is is the NFL gonna do a Donald Starling to Dan Snyder with stuff like this or that's the kind of level I thought that we were going to get out of this. Hey, so yes, so I, like I said, I just want to be really clear: we're not devaluing what occurred to these fifteen women. We're just talking specifically about how the local media played up the story, and uh, like you mentioned, people thought Daniel Snyder was going to get arrested. That was what was being said. The stuff was going to happen that he was going to be arrested. Now, is Daniel Snyder or should Daniel Snyder be held liable? We'll talk about that coming up soon. But I do want to highlight some of the things that uh, Emily Applegate and the 14 other uh, women mentioned in this story. Uh, Larry Michael, who actually retired yesterday. Did you even know that? Yeah, I saw that, and I was just like, oh, why are you retired? And then a couple hours later, you start hearing the stories. The stories of what the bombshell might be and all these topics. So it was like, oh, okay, Larry, I see what you were doing. 
Larry Michael was the voice of the Washington football team, and he has been. I mean, how many years was he was he there as the as the as the lead uh, play by play fan? I don't. I know, he's been there a long time. It's definitely more than fifteen years. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't think I don't think the role that he left in is the role that he has been in for a long, long time. But as a play-by-play, he's been there for a long, a very long time, at least 15, 20 years as a play-by-play. And he was also the senior vice president of uh, content. Uh, And like I said, he was the voice of the Washington football team. Uh, Seven former employees said Larry Michael routinely discussed the physical appearance of female colleagues in sexual and disparaging overtones. In 2018, Michael was caught on a hot mic speaking about the attractiveness of college aged intern, according to six former employees who heard the recording. Uh, Larry Michael has declined uh, an interview and uh retired like we said he retired on wednesday um now this was one guy who actually got fired and this is this was the thing sunday we get the news release the press release that the washington football team will come out with news about the team name and at the end of the press release it was also uh alex santos has been fired and richard man the second that's all they said and that's when a lot of the media uh, media personality said, hold on, there's a bigger story. And yes, there is a bigger story. Uh, they mentioned uh, Alex Santos. He's the club's director of pro personnel. Uh, he was accused by six former employees and two reporters who covered the team of making inappropriate remarks about their bodies and asking them if they were romantically interested in him. In 2019, Santos was subject of an internal investigation after... Ryan Ryanon Walker, a reporter for the Athletic. I'm sorry if I butchered her name. Rhiannon. 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 Okay, sorry. Rhiannon Walker. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, reporter for the Athletic informed club management that Santos had pinched her, uh, told her she had, quote, an ass like a wagon and reportedly asked her to date him. Walker said in an interview with the Post. Um, another reporter, Nor Print. Prinkiati, a reporter for The Ringer who formerly covered the team, also said in an interview that she was harassed by Santos. Santos, who was fired this week, declined to comment. We have Richard Mann II. He was the assistant director of pro personnel who, in one text message obtained by the Washington Post, told a female employee he and his colleagues debated whether her breasts had been surgically enhanced and in another text message told another female employee to expect a quote inappropriate hug and don't worry that will be a stapler in my pocket these are some wild statements to say to anyone like to anyone and it's even worse that it is an employee that you're saying this to right you know what i'm saying like there's i mean it's so wild because you would think about like those incidents where with Santos, a lot of them like to the reporter stuff that happened at the NFL combine at a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wow, you just doing this out in public. Like it's no big deal. And like, it's, you're not going to have no repercussions. You know what I'm saying? But there you go with the, Oh yeah, we had, we had a, a good culture here with the screen which they've been talking about for the past like 
10 years. We have a great culture here. Obviously, we don't have a good culture here. It's terrible, man. Terrible. Uh, Dennis Green, former president of business operations, employed female staff, uh, sales staff to wear low cut blouses, tight skirts and flirt with wealthy sweet holders. Uh, according to five former employees, including Applegate, uh, Green 17 career with the club ended in 2018 amid a scandal over the revelation he had sold access to Redskins cheerleaders. And I remember that. Do you remember when that happened? what 2016 maybe yeah where stuff was coming out about that um now the, the, it, it was 2018 when the big stuff had came out but the stuff had gone back years prior and pretty much he was trying to pimp out like cheerleaders so i i remember that um and mitch uh gershman former chief operating officer who applegate said routinely berated her for trivial problems such as printer malfunctions while also complimenting her body two other former female employees supported applegate's account of her sexual harassment and verbal abuse by gershman who left the team in 2015 there's some text messages and i'm still reading uh this i haven't finished reading it to be honest um, you mentioned one of the incidents happening at the combine. I did also see in the article that the worst time during the year was a uh, training camp in Richmond. Yeah, it literally said that basically when these employees got hired and they had their onboarding uh, employee meeting, it was literally with a veteran female HR person with the new employees. And literally, she would pull these women aside and say, "Hey, these are. I'm gonna give you where you need to go and where you can't, where you shouldn't go." And it was like, "Don't go down. Don't walk down this stairwell here, because it might be, you know, dark lighting, or uh, there'll be incidences where uh, players or trainers or executives will be like at the bottom of the steps where." the way it was laid out where you walk down those steps if there was a woman right above you could see right up her skirt and then they displayed a a point where there was one with a trainer and he was literally walking down and he wasn't he would look and she saw him and you could see him like move his head around to get a better view and stuff like that and it was real obvious about it it wasn't like he was sneaky about it he was real obvious about it and they, they literally said, hey, don't go to this restaurant or don't go to this place, blah, blah, because all these executives go to this restaurant and you'll deal with this and you'll deal. With. So it's been going on for years, man. It's been going for years with this organization. And when it comes to the point of an HR rep saying, hey, don't do this. Try to stay away from this person. Try to stay from this from this restaurant, a restaurant where he's supposed to get food get something to drink after work you know stuff like that like yeah don't go there because of these executives you know what i'm saying it's crazy yeah this is all wild um so like we said we mentioned and there's there's a lot of text messages we're not going to go through all the text messages and all the accusations uh like we said there's more so with all this being known let's now get to what happened i guess the last couple days that we didn't talk about on the podcast yesterday um several minority owners 
And then actually this happened today, so we couldn't even talk about it in the podcast. But several minority owners have gotten an investment firm, employed an investment firm, and are looking for possible uh suitors uh for potential ownership. Now Adam Schefter reported on it and it wasn't clear is he are these minority sub owners looking for potential investors for minority stakes that they're willing to give up? Or was this a minority group looking for someone to become the majority owner? So uh, what do you think it is that do you think it's the minority owners trying to get somebody to replace them or minority owners trying to get somebody to replace Daniel Snyder? So when they first started talking about FedEx and Nike and all that, saying, hey, we're going to drop y'all until you get the name changed. There was an article that came out that said the minority owners who own 40% of the Redskins <clears throat> said that they will, uh, they were tired of working with Daniel Snyder, blah, 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 because of this stuff. And they need to change the name and that they were looking for investors to sell their 40% to now with everything going on it's like they're back to it but I think I honestly think what it is they're looking for investment to take Dan's share like with everything going on like I think everything was just it was like a, a waterfall from the name stuff to now all this stuff with the girls. And I think that's what it is. I think they're trying to buy out Dan Snyder. That's what I think it is. I don't see why they they should just go to base ups and be like, hey, you got the money, dude. Just come and buy Snyder out. Even though Snyder will probably be like, fight it as much as, but the NFL, I think the NFL might be like, hey, this is going on. We need to take a stand. Your fans don't like you. Like, who knows? I don't know if the other owners like him at all, but like your your fan base, you have no fan base at this point. Like the only reason why you have a fan base is because of the Redskin name, but not because of you. It's time. Like, I think the NFL might go out and be like, hey, you just need to sell, bro. And let's get Bezos, man. Bezos got the money. It could be easy, easy transition. You're right about that. Um, and Bezos does have a home here in the area because uh, they're moving pretty much the East Coast operations of Amazon here in Northern Virginia. Um, it was 2017 when Jerry Richardson, the then owner of the Carolina Panthers, he ended up ultimately sold his team because of allegations that don't even amount to what happened here with the Washington Redskins is that something we can agree to say I I I think I think it is something that we can agree that yeah um he the allegations were were not as strong against they weren't as strong against uh against Jerry Richardson and he got accused 
of a yeah, I mean he was forced to, you know, sell his team right then. Definitely. So now that I, you know, with that knowledge of that happening, I think that Snyder has to sell the team. Like the like the NFL has to come down and the rest of the NFL owners have to say, look, man, I, I know you personally probably didn't do it. Unlike Jerry Richardson, who actually personally did uh, some of those things that or did what he was accused of. Um, it was proven, uh, even though Snyder did not commit these issues, it was a culture that he allowed to persist in Ashburn at uh, um, now you can't even call it the park. I guess we'll just call it the park, right? That. <laughs> yep. We'll, we'll we'll just call it the park. So uh, can we say the park when people get it mixed up with the park at Fort <laughs> Oh man, but yeah. So with that being said, I do want to real quick, I guess, read what happened with J- uh, Jerry Richardson real quick. He um. Uh, Panthers employees had received significant monetary settlements due to inappropriate workplace comments and conduct by the owner, Jerry Richardson, including sexual suggestive language and behavior. Um, And on at least one occasion directed a racial slur to African-American Panthers scout Uh, on the same day it was announced Richardson intended uh, on the same day it was announced that Richardson intended to sell the franchise. Uh, That was when, when everything came out, you know, that's when he intended to sell. And it's not really clear if he was forced to sell or if he voluntarily sold. Based on, I guess, this is just my me speculating. These uh, NFL owners, you don't, you can't just, uh, they're not just doing things off out of the kindness of their heart Perfect. and out of benevolence like they're pre- i think he was forced so knowing that or speculating you may you may agree that that's what happened um what do you think should happen with uh with uh the washington football team and, and specifically daniel snyder i mean be honest with you i i want to see i literally want to see an NBA result out of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, Dan, we're forcing you to sell. You know what I'm saying? I know the NFL does things a little bit differently when it especially when it comes to uh ownership groups trying to buy teams and whatnot. I know they have to get approval from the other owners of the other teams. But I mean, hey, I would say NFL, hopefully NFL's going in the background like this is a bad move right now. Like we, we don't need this right now, especially with us trying to start the the new football season. We, we can't do this right now. Like, Hey, uh, the other owners, 31 owners. Hey, uh, this is what's going on with Dan. Um, we need to get him out, but just want to let you know, like, Hey, you better check your organizations right now because, I'm pretty sure this brings the light to other organizations right now. Like I'm sure there's some of these incidents 
going on with other organizations that might come out now because, you know, women are scared of the NFL. There's no lie about that. NFL is a powerful organization and they just when they, you know, everybody's fearing for their jobs. They're going to be fearing for their jobs now. So I see I see it being that same way where the NFL is just like, hey, we already contacted the other owners. Dan, it's time for you to sell. Like you're going to sell your 60% to maybe the 40% group or if the 40% could find another investor for that 60, so be it. But uh, we need this to happen and happen very, very soon. Like even if it doesn't start at the beginning of the this, this season, if it happens, that it'll be very shortly, like to the point where we won't see Dan Snyder come the start of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll still be owner, but we just won't see him like usual. We're going to see him on the field or up in the box or something like that. Like, we won't see him. He'll be gone. Hey, I'm I'm in I'm in agreement with you also. Uh, the NFL has already created a precedence to get some of these uh, or at least or at least the, you know, to get Jerry Richardson out. That's the only one I can really remember in recent history. Um, but they've obviously had to step in with other owners for other stuff. Um, and we've seen it with, like you said, Donald Sterling for what he said, and it's a whole different league, but Hey, there's a precedence in American sports. So I, I think that's the next move. Um, someone, have you been able to, see, I guess, see what, uh, head coach, uh, Ron Rivera. Cause someone, I just saw something on Facebook and someone said Ron Rivera must be like so upset right now. So I don't know if something happened in the news recently. Uh, Ron Rivera, and this is just from foxnews.com. Ron Rivera said, uh, quote, we're trying to create a new culture here. Yeah. And that's the, that's the crazy thing about all of this. It seems like Ron Rivera is taking a heat for everything right now like we haven't heard anything from dan snyder yet not even a comment saying we'll address this later um we just know that snyder lawyered up that's all we know uh, that has come out he's lawyered up i think it's beth wilkerson uh a pretty high-powered attorney in the area um so that's all we know um and ron revere is the one now that has to respond and i don't think it's fair especially for the new coach and especially for the minority coach like you know you just got here this year and you got to deal with all of this like come on man that's 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 not fair in my opinion uh do you are you in agreement with that that or am i kind of stretching with some stuff i mean right now ron rivera he's a new coach He's the face of the organization right now. You know what I'm saying? Especially since, you know, players can't be in training camp right now. You know what I'm saying? So they everything that has been going on with this organization, because, you know, like we technically don't have a general manager. I don't even think we have a president right now. (laughs) It's literally like the guy right underneath Dan Snyder. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to ask himself all the time. And Ron, you know, Ron's not shy to talk to the press. You know what I'm saying? He's in, and also he's kind of seen 
in the NFL as a no-nonsense guy. You know what I'm saying? But, but I did see an article where, like you said, he said, we're trying to create a new culture here. He says, we're hoping to get people to understand that they need to judge us on where we are and where we are going as opposed to where we've been, which I understand perfectly because you do want a culture change and all that. But he also said later in the article, he said that my daughter works here. And he put up some expletives and was like, basically like, oh, I could tell you right now, that's not happening here with my daughter. So, (laughs) I mean, it's just one of them things, man. It's like, I guess he's literally going to be the enforcer of the full franchise. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make sure that everything goes the way that Ron wants it to. And if Dan has to be thrown to the wayside, that Dan has to be thrown to the wayside. Look, you know, they always say that uh, men have to have a daughter first before they end up, you know, treating other women right. I, it's not a 100% factual statement, but it does apply in this situation. Maybe, and I know he just got here, but maybe having his daughter working in the organization is what was like, you know what? I ain't letting this rock on my watch. So, yeah. Um, oh, man. You are the... Wash, I'm going to let you, I guess, end it here because you are the fan of the Washington football team. When I saw a lot of this, I mean, I was just laughing and chuckling because I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. And let me say this. You brought up a great point. I don't think the Washington football team is the only place this is happening at. Perfect. Yeah, let me not be naive about it. I'm not going to be naive about that. It, it, this unfortunately is a cultural thing not a sports thing it is a cultural thing we do not treat women fairly nicely respectfully you know so culturally we have to get better so i'm not going to sit here and say this could never happen with my dallas cowboys i actually won't be shocked i mean we've seen what jerry jones has done you know with his, you know, <laughs> the photos that have come out with him. And if you're going to do that with women who aren't your wife, that are, that isn't your wife, then, I mean, I'm not going to put it past you that you've done something else, you know, with uh, other further misconduct. But uh, you're the Washington football fan. I'm going to let the last words go for you. Who would have thought we'd go 30 plus minutes in for a bonus episode? Uh, with this, this is just so much content. Uh, but the big dad, you get the last word. I am. I'm. I'm in such. Uh, it's weird because I'm disappointed, but I'm also laughing at the same time. And don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not laughing at the incidents and what's happened to these these young ladies. And they should never have been, you know done this way by the organization, by people in the organization, all that. But I laugh because, you know, our biggest thing so far was the name change. Then it came to, uh uh-oh, we have a big bombshell against the Washington team. You know what I'm saying? And it's all types of 
stuff that's just coming out the woodworks and it's like boom 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 shock factor you know what i'm saying and then we get this story about a washington post about these 15 women and like i'm disgusted but then again i'm also happy because it brings notice to what has been going on in this organization for years perfect and mind you this is they're saying this stuff has gone back to like 2004 2005 so that's 16 years out of the 21 22 years that Dan Snyder has had this team that's not good that's not a good look now they do say they don't talk about Dan Snyder being like these executives you know with the inappropriate stuff but they do say there's no way that Dan Snyder did not know about this stuff because some of these some of these executives that did this are right down the office from it like Dan's been around it you know what I'm saying so it's just it's kind of sad I mean it's very sad but Joyce at the same time because we've always said that the culture you know the culture is bad like and we just talk about what's on the field the product on the field that the culture is bad not the internal structure of the organization besides Dan but yeah I mean it's going to bring a lot to light I personally think there's a lot more to this story I honestly think there's more because there's no way you come out of your mouth saying you know Epstein stuff and whatnot and you coming from sources from inside the organization or former people and all that like I think there's a lot more that's going to come out I just think whoever is involved in this investigation has told the Washington Post like okay hey you can say this but this other stuff you can't talk about yet because we're still doing our investigation so I think there's a lot more stuff that's going to come out about this organization that's not going to be a good light for the NFL and the NFL is going to just start cracking down altogether. so it's it's going to be a bad for the NFL but a good for the NFL also because we need to change. We need to change the culture. You can't tell me that all the other teams in the NFL don't have something wrong with the culture. You know what I'm saying? Well, yep. Those are some wise words uh, from Big Thad. All right, Big Thad, you have another chance to do this um, because you're on for the bonus episode. Any... uh, Shout outs before you roll out of here. Uh, just, you know, shout out to the fam as always. You know, we got to show love to them. They always listen and everything. So definitely shout out to our Griffith family. You know what I'm saying? Our fantasy football league family. You know, all that good stuff. And all our friends that just listen to the podcast. Um, I'm working on stuff for the fantasy football league. I know y'all probably sitting there saying, why, why have you not? let us know when the draft is going to be when the draft order is going to be i i know there's a lot of that going on but i'm actually trying to uh work on some things because i'm a great commissioner i mean i am a great commissioner so i'm trying to make sure things are in order you know to make sure everything is better i'm trying to be you know the daniel stern of fantasy football perfect or the or the uh um Pete Rosell 
trying to make sure I'm that person. I'm trying to be innovative. So I am working on stuff. And then mind you, let's be real. We don't even know when football is about to start. So <laughs> we got enough time to figure all this out. And y'all ain't going nowhere. Everybody's at home. So, I mean, y'all be all right. Y'all can wait a couple of weeks. Uh, it's still July. We really don't got to make a decision until sometime in August. You know, and all of that, man. But Big Dad, I want to thank you for everything you do. I want to thank everyone out there who supports us. Just make sure you subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available. If you're not sure where you can listen to us, literally, go on Google. Google the Sports Reality Podcast. Find the podcast platform of your choice and listen there, man. I want to thank you once again, Big Dad, for everything you do. And until next time, everyone, Sports Reality. Peace.